once again, that's part of our mission, it's part of our name uh, as a higher educational institution is to do whatever we can to, to strengthen the community. So we're really excited about this opportunity and we're really looking forward, uh, hopefully beginning in fall of 2023, to start offering four-year degrees. Welcome to the AESD Scoop, connecting beyond the classroom to bring you conversations pertaining to our children, the future generation. Connecting with local and national experts to answer igniting questions the kids of tomorrow face. Connecting to bring you trustworthy resources, advice, and expertise for modern day families. Tune in on Wednesday. This is the AESD Scoop. Hi, I'm Betsy Hargrove, Superintendent of Avondale Elementary School District, and you're listening to AESD Scoop. And we are very excited today to have our guest, the president of Australia Mountain Community College, here with us. And I'm going to ask ask Dr. Rivera to please introduce himself. Hi, uh, Betsy, thank, uh, Dr. Hargrove, thank you so much for inviting me to this podcast. I'm Dr. Ray Rivera, the third proud president of EMCC, Australia Mountain Community College in the West Valley here. Um, I've been in Maricopa for over 24 years. And I've served as a faculty member, uh, as a dean of career technical education, as a vice president for two community colleges at South Mountain and back at Estrella. And then finally, uh, once Dr. Ernie Lara retired a few years ago, I was appointed uh, the third president of our college and have been serving ever since. And it's just an exciting time, lots of growth in the West Valley and just looking forward to all the opportunities we have to serve the community. Thank you so much for being here today. And I, and I will tell you, working with Astray Mountain Community College has just been one of the highlights of the work that we do in Avondale. Uh, it's one of the things I want to talk to you about around the idea of making sure that our children, and as you know, we're an elementary serving district, preschool through eighth grade, but it's critically important for our children to be able to see themselves into the future and to be able to see themselves with their pathway to whatever it is that they're, where their hopes and dreams take them. And so every opportunity that we have to bring our kids onto, onto your campuses and into your facilities is just such an amazing and eye-opening experience for them. So I'm gonna start by thanking you and thanking your entire team for just being so open to those opportunities. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that about uh, integrating families into the culture there at EMCC. Um, it's, it's, it's our belief that when we serve students or we encourage them to attend the college, that we know that they have an extended family that also needs to understand what their students are going to be going through. Because we have about 70% of our students are first generation. So we know that their family, it's kind of like their family is also going through the registration process, financial aid process. Uh, just a lot of new things that we have to introduce to the students and we're so we're always encouraging their families to come along and learn about you know the college and just how to enroll the schedule that we offer and then of course we also offer community ed classes so even if even if they want to start taking classes on you name it guitar playing uh cake baking <laughs> it's it's all there even spanish lessons you can take as a non-credit format so we're, we're all about serving our community, and I'm so, I'm so glad that that's part of our name because we have to continually remind ourselves that that's our mission. It's not only uh, you know, trying to get the next generation of students on board, but also assisting in terms of getting their family uh, on board as well. Well, I'll tell you, EMCC is top of our mind when we come across a need that, that has to do with either additional learning opportunities or a way to bring larger groups of, of people together. 
One thing I want to share with our listeners, because I think you have some really unique opportunities and offerings at EMCC that have actually come into place over the past year or two. And I'd love to have you share those uh, with our listeners, for those who may not know of these incredible happenings over there. Certainly, yes. It's been an exciting uh, last few years <laughs> as president. Uh, um, we, uh, two years ago, we were approached by Microsoft because um, they are building three data centers, two in, two in Goodyear, one in El Mirage. And part of their community outreach is to uh, build the data center academy, which the goal is, of course, to uh, provide training for those individuals that are going to be working in the data center. But they also realize that that same skill set can serve many different industries. And so, um, so we're in the pro- process of actually finalizing our data center academy, which is, which is a partnership with Glendale Community College and Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft has donated some servers and they've also are helping us renovate some space at EMCC so we can accommodate uh, this new facility. And we're hoping that it'll be open by the end of the summer. So we're super excited about that. Um, Kind of on the IT uh, parallel, we also have a partnership with Intel to, we have one of two community colleges in Arizona, actually in the nation, us and Chandler Gilbert Community College on the east side. Uh, to offer artificial intelligence curriculum uh, specific to Intel. And this is intended initially for Intel employees, but it'll be expanded to include other, to, to include anyone who wants to enroll. I absolutely love this. I think it aligns so well with the work that we're doing in Avondale. As you know, we have computer science and coding curriculum literally for kindergarten through eighth grade students during the school day. And so to to have our kids be able to engage in that and at least get a, a feeling around it, or this is really intriguing, or I'm, it's something I'm good at, to be able to see themselves into the future with some very direct career paths is so exciting to be able to point out to our families um, and to our community as a whole. So I, I'm not at all surprised that EMCC is on the forefront of that. Um, the other piece, you know, we're talking about community and community outreach. Something I know that EMCC does extremely well is the service to their students and to their immediate community. Can you talk about the different offerings that you have for your students and the different ways that you provide ongoing support that goes beyond what's happening in the classrooms? So, you know, due to the pandemic, we had to do a very hard pivot as most of, you know, I think P20 did this past year in terms of moving to a remote environment. Um, We were we converted about 90% of our classes within two days uh, remotely uh, last, last March. Um, now we're slowly going, going back to uh, in-person modality, but we're going to be offering in, uh, it's, almost, it's almost four different types of classes. They're going to be the traditional in-person classes that a majority of our sciences are going to be in because uh, they, they want to make sure the students get those hands-on experiences. Then we're going to have a hybrid environment where students will be coming maybe once or twice a week and then having a portion of their class online. Um, and then we're going to have what they call live online, which is uh, an online class, but that meets at a very specific time. So it's kind of mimicking, you know, an uh, in-person class. Uh, and then finally, we're going to have traditional online, which is, um, you know, uh, completely asynchronous. It's going to be uh, students can work at their own pace. Uh, all these are going to be offered in both a 16 and eight week format uh, so they can be as flexible as possible for our students knowing that they have competing interests with family life and other responsibilities so we're really excited that we're going to be you know having this wide uh, range of opportunities and options for these students it's going to be a new normal but i think people are excited uh, to come back 
um, and uh, just be with other people <laughs> instead it's of seeing everybody Zoom calls. So. so one thing I do want to talk to you about, because this actually ties into taking care of your students and taking care of your staff. I know that um, you, know, you and I have had different conversations about social emotional wellness and making sure that that resources and opportunities beyond what is happening inside of our classrooms or inside of our departments. This past year has taught us really to look at the holistic journey of our students and realizing that, you know, uh, we're community colleges are open enrollment institutions, so we accept everyone and we have to meet them where they are. And what that means is that sometimes we have to think about, you know, what are the other factors that impact learning that that we're we're not really aware of. And so our students, you know, a lot of them, as I mentioned, are first generation students. We know that 40% of our students uh, are eligible for federal financial aid, which means that, you know, themselves or their family members are probably within 150% of the poverty threshold. Um, so that brings in a different level of, of, of issues that we have to be aware of. And we noticed uh, as soon as the pandemic hit a sharp increase in demand for our food pantry services. So we had to, uh, you know, we are in the process of revamping that space because we only had about, we had like two small cabinets that served as our food pantry for um, 3,000 visitors annually. And so we knew that in order for us to uh, uh, kind of, uh, first of all, maintain our service, but also expand in the future, um, we had to uh, renovate that space. So we worked with uh, actually Burns and McDonald, uh, uh, one of the local, um, uh, uh, I guess construction uh, uh, companies uh, volunteered to do the, the the schematics for the expansion of our pantry space, and so you know through that partnership we're able to to, to kind of uh, get that uh, food pantry up and running, uh, and it's it's hopefully going to be complete within the next few months, and we'll have it up and running for fall semester. Um, so that's one thing that we're doing. We also started a laptop loaner program. So we have about 500 laptops that we're about to be decommissioned and sent to our um, uh, surplus uh, warehouse to be stored. And who knows what they do with it afterwards. But we we kind of uh, upgraded them. And you, now we are uh, passing those out to those students that perhaps don't have the technology that they need to complete their online course assignments. Uh, we've also been utilizing a lot of our um, higher educational funding to kind of revamp our, our Wi-Fi across the campus to, to make our, our Wi-Fi spots stronger. It's always above and beyond, and those are two perfect examples of that. And, and I will tell you, we're incredibly excited with the Goodyear Pebble Creek Rotary to be able to engage with a new scholarship opportunity that we intend to happen annually, uh, one in the fall and one in the spring, to a, an eligible student at EMCC so that we can also uh, continue to support the efforts that that you guys are putting forth. So that's that's just such an example for you guys. So I do want to please delve into the new four-year degree program and what that can possibly mean for the West Valley and specifically to to our community. Yes, uh, we are really excited about um, the passage of Senate Bill 1453, and the goal is to have both uh, Maricopa Community College District and Pima Community College District offer four-year degrees. Um, now, we can't go gangbusters and start offering, uh, you know, four-year degrees at will. Um, we're going to have to be very strategic in terms of what we do offer, but we, we do want to target things like, you know, IT. Uh, we want to target things like uh, uh, police and fire science. Um, and then also education, uh, you know, things that are things that we know are going to be building the community in the West Valley. I mean, so we know that 
from from Westmark that 70% of our uh, workforce travels east uh, to work. So, you know, if we're able to offer, um, you know, uh, educational opportunities for uh, people to complete their four-year degrees at Estrella, and then also offer them in, in, in areas such as police and fire science, healthcare like nursing, um, and then of course education, uh, if we're able to do that, then we keep those employees here and we're building the community here in the West Valley. And once again, that's part of our mission, it's part of our name. Uh, as a higher educational institution is to do whatever we can to, to strengthen the community. So we're really excited about this opportunity and we're really looking forward, uh, hopefully beginning in fall of 2023, to start offering four-year degrees. You know, just like you said, we want to make sure that the West Valley has the absolute best people in it. And one of our goals in Avondale is to make sure that our children understand that they don't have to go outside of the West Valley to have their future. They don't have to um, go anywhere other than uh, participate and give their all right here in the West Valley and, and can go through, you know, pre-K to 12, go right on to higher ed and, and find amazing uh, jobs and professions right here and, and be able to continue to make this area strong. And so we are right along with you in that mission. So, um, Ray, I just want to thank you so much for being here, for being a leader in the West Valley, for being such uh, a, a person who takes a different approach. And as I said, says, says why not uh, to be able to support our kids in our community and really the entire West Valley. Um, one, one more question I might have for you is what would be your advice to uh, members of our community or even members of other communities who could engage in opportunities such as this? What, what is a piece of advice you'd give to them? Probably the, the one thing that's really that I feel has helped me is uh, reaching out to your community members, whether they be, uh, you know, the various uh, towns that we serve, uh, you know, uh, the, the mayors, economic developers, city managers, uh, the superintendents, of course, because they, you know, they're involved in the pipeline, uh, the P20 pipeline, and then, of course, the community-based organizations that can provide additional services for the students that we serve. Uh, what I've learned in the last two years is that by reaching out, having conversations, you know, people want to help, but they see the value of, of higher education and particularly community colleges in terms of, of our transformation and our workforce mission. And you'll be surprised by going out and meeting people and asking for assistance. Uh, I would say about nine times out of 10, they will say yes. Um, and but I believe it. Yeah, but they're, but they're not going to do that if you don't go and, and, and you know, learn about what their needs are and, and be responsive to, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, trends that are changing in the, here in the West Valley. And so uh, to kind of give you a quick example, uh, we met with Julie Geis of uh, Phoenix International Raceway uh, mm -hmm. a few weeks ago to talk about potential partnerships between Estrella and PIR. Well, uh, you know, we were having these two community or these two events to uh, uh, to have students re-enroll or enroll for the first time at EMCC. We're going to have one in June, one in July. Um, and so I, re I just as a joke, I reached out to my foundation person and said, it'd be nice if we had some race cars here to kind of, uh, you know, have people that are passing by be attracted to, you know, these uh, enrollment events. And so he reached out to Julie and she just asked, well, how many cars do you need? How many, how many race oh, cars see? for these events? And so, but, you know, but to me, I told my team, because I, I was with an example with my leadership team, and I just said, you know, these events don't, these things don't happen unless you build that, build those bridges and they see the value of what you're doing with the community and how, how 
how potentially, I mean, every student that comes through our, or through our doors, we know each and every single one of them has a story. And it's our job as a community college to positively, positively impact the arc of that story. And I think when, when, when you're doing that uh, uh, in, your, in your community, others, people, other people notice and they're more willing to help and assist. I, I can't agree with you more. And I love that approach and, and that, that really it's building connections and, yeah. and having those conversations. And the best part is then you have all sorts of people telling the amazing story of EMCC and, and not just the immediate story, but the, the possibilities of, of the future stories. And so it's ever moving. So congratulations yeah. to you and your team. And as I said, I, I just feel so fortunate that Avondale Elementary School District sits right in the backyard of EMCC and we get the benefit of being in relationship with you and your team. Oh. Oh, we're, we're glad to be partners and we're glad to be part of the community. Thank you so much, Betsy. Absolutely.